1: Belinda blinked. And here we have the rankings. 3. Isabella Candida Donna Ridley Part 1. You either love Bella or you secretly love Bella. There are no other options. Her trademark voice was the first to emerge fully formed from Jamie's mouth during Book Two, and seems to have been the catalyst for the array of accents, dialects, and unusual utterances we've heard since, and errant Jim Henson puppet, Alice once called her, and true words were never spoken. A full-figured gal, and proud of it, Bella Ridley is a loyal friend and faithful bodyguard. She'll never not have her eye on your backside. What she lacks in brains, she sure makes up for in enthusiasm. When Bella's not sleeping her way to the top of the career ladder at literally incredible speed, she divides her time between splurging on thoroughly unnecessary impulse purchases performing Dickensian carol concerts managing the fan club for an Australian TV chef going bankrupt in Monopoly drinking Chardonnay until she can barely speak even less so than usual miraculously recovering from comas binging on McMassive meal deals with extra cheese string salsa philosophising about testicles and of course indulging in her favourite pastime telly in other words, she's a prototypical millennial. There may be cloudy times ahead for Miss Ridley, given her best friend and mentor has just left for Steels for their biggest competitor. But I'm sure this will only add further layers to a personality already as complex as an all-day breakfast lasagna. Long may she live. Just don't leave her in charge of the key cards. Rocky's comment. Donna as I lovingly like to call Bella after my monumental cock-up at the very start of Book One. Well, truth be told, I was testing you all out, and top marks to the team for catching me out. And Jamie's story is true. We did discuss my error on the top of a double-decker red London bus on our way to the Queen's Tennis Club to watch a hopeful Andy Murray, amongst others. What a great day out. I did particularly well at the Moy and Chandon Tennis Tournament Virtual Game, and that was before I had the shards. But back to Bella, and here's how she got onto the glee team. Essentially, her it all started for her. A fewish years ago. Bella, stop yawning. Bella Candida Ridley sat upright. The warm June sun glinted through the classroom windows enticing her back to a gentle slumber with just the hint of a snore. That was her undoing. She shook her head, letting her long golden tresses fall around her shapely body, and tried to concentrate on the useless lesson she was currently attending as she had just completed her last exams. It was no good. Her heart wasn't in it. She needed to find a job with career prospects and get out of this dump. Besides, who could afford university these days with all those loans? Bella folded her arms on the desk and put her head down. She needed a 30-minute kip before she went back to her temporary night job at the casino and now was the best opportunity she'd get all day. The bell rang. Bella picked up her things and left school. Forever. There was no way she was ever going back. Bella sauntered her way home. Mum and Dad lived No, existed in an old pub in Bow, East London. Some people thought it rough, but to Bella it was home. But what to do, she thought. Entering the sixth form at school had been an easy transition. It really just sort of happened. Her grades were good, if not excellent, so it was the obvious path. But that lazy warm day in mid-June shouted out, no, get a proper job, make the money, live your life. Miss B. C. Ridley, the grey-haired receptionist, nodded at her across the foyer, pushing her bifocals down her nose. Miss chavar yeah, de we'll see you now. Just walk up one flight and go into the leather room on the right. Bella nodded, picked up her linen tote bag, and went upstairs. This was exciting. An interview at Steele's Pots and Pans. Whatever next? A thinnish, leggy blonde with tits to die for stuck her half-shaven head out of an office doorway. Ridley, Bella, Canada, with two Ds, follow me. Bella blinked. Shhh! The clots wagged her ass at Bella as she strutted down the corridor. Bella was intrigued. The sexy lady disappeared through a grey, heavyish-looking doorway, waving a finger for Bella to follow. She did. Though, to be honest, it took a bit of strength to move the door. Perhaps it was a sophisticated health checkup with sensors attached to the door frame and hinges, measuring her internal mass, heart rate, cholesterol levels, body weight, and athleticism all in one subtle second. Bella was sure she'd pass. She hadn't been athletic sports champion three years in a row for nothing. Sit down, the clots instructed. Feeling a bit hot, Well, relax, just remove your jacket whilst I get us some sparkling water. Bella relaxed onto the leather seat, thinking, I could get used to this sort of life. So, If you like the style of my podcast, then I'd like to get you the special gift for the Belinda Blinked fan in your life. I will record your message in the same style as my podcast, Rocky Finstone Unleashed. So... Hi, Jamie Morton. Rocky Flintstone here. Just wishing you a very, very happy birthday. Enjoy your day and see you soon. Cheers! You can get this great, unique present from my Etsy store, Rocky's Pavilion, all one word. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Ciao! Ciao!